is the history of football we knows about And we want to expand what we know We'll become such intelligent gentry With every kick-to-kick -kick show Beginning in the time 1870s Right through to the modern day Tune in for Timmy Coops and the Kazman To hear what they all have to say Right, welcome to the Kick to Kick podcast, the uh, Australian Rules Football History podcast that talks about the history of the league. <laughs> yeah, here we are. And here we are with our special Christmas wrap-up, Charlie. Finishing up 2022. 2022. What a year it was of uh, seasons we covered. Yes, it certainly was. What a year it was in the in the real world and in also the, our history. Yes, so we are, you know, we covered 1970 to 1983. Yeah. And a few bonus episodes Which, as well. Oh, quite quite you know, we sort of start, started on the exact decade. Yep. We haven't quite made it through. To no. the end, but that's all right. We've gone pretty well. No, and we, plus we had the uh, the State of Origin special and the Sydney Swans special. Of course. The um, the theme song special we did. Yes. So we've had a few, a few yeah, extras as well. Yeah, it's been good. It's yeah. been a good year. It has. Always is. Um, so as, traditional, as we traditionally do, this is our wrap-up episode. We'll have a bit of trivia in a minute. We'll do our best ofs for the season. Um, and we'll make our best team from the years we covered this season. Yeah, our team of the 13 years that we covered. Perfect. 14, 14 years that we covered. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we'll start with some trivia, Charlie. Okay. And feel free to play along at home. Yeah. Um, just a disclaimer, I feel like I'm going to be really bad at this. My brain is definitely not uh, not firing on all cylinders today. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how we go. All right, first question. Who was the most successful team in the 70s based on win-loss? Uh, North Melbourne. Oh, incorrect. It was Carlton. Oh. They won 68.6% of their games. Second was Collingwood, third was Hawthorne. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say Hawthorne. I would just would have assumed not. They're sort of up there for quite a while. They also won a wooden spoon. They did. That's yeah. true. Uh, who was the least successful? Um, Melbourne. South Melbourne. Winning just 32.3% of their games. Great. Didn't they did make finals twice as well? I'll take that. Okay. Yeah, finals twice. That's why I assumed it was going to be Melbourne or St Kilda. Well, St Kilda made a couple of finals. And too. a grand final. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, between nineteen seventy and nineteen eighty three, how many players played over three hundred games? I'll give you like some Like made their three hundred. Played their three hundredth game. Yeah, okay. Would you like to what have some options? Would you like a multiple please, choice? Please. Five, eleven, fourteen, or nineteen? I want to say nineteen. It's fourteen. I feel like I felt like it was a loss. There was a lot, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of times where a player would break the record and then suddenly it'd be some, broken again. Yeah. I think Kevin Murray broke it. And I feel like there were a few times we talked about someone playing their three hundredth and then actually finding out it wasn't their three hundredth. Yeah. And yeah, it was like I think Witten did, and then ah. Kevin Murray, and then John Nichols, and John Rantel, like a heap, kind of kept doing it and yeah. breaking it, and then KB as well. Yeah, exactly. Who was the first grand final entertain pregame entertainment? Nineteen seventy seven. Um was it Mike Brady? It was not. No. No, of course not. Um Um oh, in seventy seven. No, I can't. Barry Crocker. <laughs> Singing The Impossible Dream. Nice. 
Uh, I forget about that. What feat did Ian Stewart achieve in the 70s that he is the only player to ever achieve? Uh, to brown those at two different clubs. And? Brown those at different clubs. At different clubs. And premierships at different clubs. Correct. Yes. Yes. Correct. Is it both of those things? Yes. So yeah. He's the only player ever to win a Brownlow at two clubs and a premiership at two, at two clubs. clubs. There you go. Yeah. All right, next question. What did Essendon president label St Kilda following a spiteful game against the Saints in 1978? What did he call them? Oh. What was it? It was... Uh, it's something about being weak, isn't it? No. Just gave the name, like, I'm guessing just gave the name to the uh, the area in Moorabbin where all these kind of fans sat. Oh, um, no, nah, I can't. It's no animals and the animals. <laughs> who played more games before? Who played more games before they were reported for the first time? David Dench or Kevin Bartlett? Kevin Bartlett, oh, by far. Yeah, David Dench was after two hundred and fifty-six. Kevin Bartlett after three hundred and sixty-nine. Yeah, it, we we only just recently yes, talked about that, did, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, both of them. Uh, and last question: Who captained and who coached Victoria for the first State of Origin game in nineteen seventy-seven? Who captained and no, who coached? Two separate players. Yeah, or people. So Barassi was coach. Correct. Who was captain? Uh captain was Keith Gregg. No, Francis Burke. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. How'd you go at home? Hope you did well. Better than me, I hope. Better than Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have left some more pauses. You should have. Yeah, sorry. Um, all right. Well, what should we get to next, Charlie? Should we go through our... Let's do it. Let's talk about our, our best of list for, the, for these 14 years. Yeah, you can do those ones. All right. Okay, I'll go first. Yeah. Um, all right, best individual performance. Here are the nominees. Okay. Simon Madden against Fitzroy in 1982. Kevin Bartlett playing 400 games. Peter Hudson kicking 150 goals in 1971. Harms knocks it back to Sheldon. It's a goal. Or Malcolm Blight after the siren from 77 metres out to win the game against Carlton. Best individual performance. I'm... So, I'm going to say... Uh, KB playing 400 I don't feel like like I do, it's not a single game performance I feel like it's in a whole different league of its own in, in terms of like okay do you know what I mean yeah. like if I'm if I'm thinking of that best individual individual performance I'm thinking of a single game where you've just mm-hmm. absolutely smashed it those other three definitely do other, other four definitely do so even though Peter Hudson kicking 150 goals is oh that's true season. that's across the whole season also because that's the one I was going to pick well, I, I agree. I think Hudson kicking 150 goals. Hudson kicking 150 goals, coming back and kicking 150. Well, no, 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 sorry, no. But kicking 150 goals in that season is just ridiculous. Yes, and having the chance to break the record, and they're not. So yes, I, yeah. I agree. I think that's the best individual performance. Yeah. But ha- having said that, him coming back in '77 was also oh incredible up there as a sort pretty of big feat as well. Yeah, it sort of cemented everything right that yeah. he'd already done. We might talk a bit more about that later. Yes. Um. So, best VFL initiative, Tim. Mm. Getting the Swans to Sydney. Yep. Dominating and taking over the night series. <laughs> the re- a proper state of origin. Color in uh, the color uniforms. The change of interchange. So anytime interchange. Ditching the Brownlow countback rule. The ten year rule, and the centered diamond 
uh, then square. <laughs> yeah. I do like they got rid of the count back rule. There's a lot of great things yeah. there. I think the best one is Sydney. Swans to Sydney. So yeah, I, I agree. I think there's there's the count back rule, the interchange the interchange and the Swans to Sydney, I think are the best three there. Um but Swans to Sydney kickstarted what we now know is it's AFL exactly. Yeah. I think you've got to you've got to send that one. Yeah. The Night Series domination is an interesting one because it it also it's part of that. It it was part of that, right? It Absolutely. sort of it it made sure that the VFL was the premier. I mean, it already was, but it really just took control of Australian rules football in the country. Yep. So yeah, Swans to Sydney. I agree with yep. you, Timmy. Great. Uh, here we go. Biggest stuff ups. Graham Teasdale's velvet suit at the 1977 <laughs> Gary Sidebottom missing the bus to the preliminary final for Geelong against Collingwood. Or the Hawks kicking 25 goals 41 in a win over St Kilda in 1977. So, to, to clarify that one, I feel we need to say that wasn't Sidebottom's fault, was it? Yeah. I thought he was waiting for the bus. Oh, he was. Yeah. It must have been a communication. They, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. It's more them forgetting Gary. It's still rather, stuff up. Yeah, it's complete stuff up. But it just depends on who's whose fault it is. I think I think that's the winner for me. I mean, one of your star players missing the missing bus, the to bus a, a to prelim, the, and he that you lost by like four points. Exactly, he would have been the he would have been the change potentially. And a velvet suit. I mean, looking back, <laughs> it's probably right in, right on fashion right Pretty now. Classy. Very on trend. Yeah, I agree. All right. For the most surprising event in these 14 years, we've got the elephant at Arden Street, Ooh. the uh, fog match at Junction Oval between Carlton and Fitzroy. Oh, yeah. Three players kicking over 100 in 1970. Uh, how about Tuddy making the Bombers players crawl twice Ooh, around, the oval. Uh, around the Oval as punishment in 75? And Lethal take, taking out the point post. What's the title of this? The most surprising event. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I don't know. There's so many good ones there. There are. There are. If you think about the one, the one that's lived on is lethal taking out the point post, right? True. Um, but it's not surprising because he was a tough individual. Yeah, but snapping a point yeah, post is, is pretty ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. Um. I don't know. Having an elephant at the football is pretty surprising <laughs> it's as well. Pretty outrageous, isn't it? Oh, it's a tr- it's a tricky one. Three guys kicking over a hundred. Like it's been a long time since we've mm, we've yeah, seen that. Right. At this point, and that was the first time ever. Yeah, first time, but a long time since we've had. I mean, we've had multiple over a hundred in the past. Ninety three, right? I think, was the last time it happened. But before that. Wasn't well, didn't we have like Coventry, a couple of guys at that time? Not, maybe two, but I don't think three. No, no, never three. But it was yeah. like um, yeah, Coventry and Pratt. Pratt, yeah. yeah. Um, and if you think like that's what four, almost forty years in between, mm. right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty. Thir- thirty to forty years between that happening. Um, I'm, ha- I'm happy if you make this, make it the decision. No, I'm going to stick with my original thought. Lethal taking out the okay. post. Right. I feel like it's the it's the one that's co- that's continued. That's had a long uh, shelf life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and gets played over and over. Oh, it certainly does. All right here we go. Biggest controversy: the Windy Hill Brawl, mm. Silvio Fasci- Silvio Fascini's legal precedent. Oh yeah. John Greening being knocked out at Moorabbin. 
Peter Crimmins being left out of the 1975 grand final team. Phil Carmen suspended in 1980 for headbutting an umpire. The umpire sitting out round 19 of 1981 after a contractual dispute. Jezza being kicked out of Carlton after winning the premiership as captain coach. Um, or North getting Ron Brassie's signature, which, I mean, that probably isn't really controversial. The controversial. It? See, I feel like there's a bit of overlap. Like, a few of them are quite surprising mm. as well, right? Um, most controversial of those things. I think controversial is the... Um, Fashini, legal precedent. Yeah. Because there would have been so... Can you imagine the, the pub discussions that would have been going on with, yeah, when that, that just, happened? And everything was thrown out. The, yeah. The, all the rule books were thrown yeah, exactly. out, they? Because they played other players as well. It wasn't just Fashini. It was... Yeah. I mean, Crimmins being left out is a big one. He was, he did have cancer. He was sick. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah. And John Greening being knocked out and... Like, no, no, like he was... He had just hit his stride. He was dominating games yeah, and, and then, then suddenly he was fouled and he, he didn't play again for a year and yeah. then... Wasn't came back same. and was nowhere near the same. Yeah. So that's a pretty big, big one as well, which I remember Gav talking about when we did the Collingwood that's football right. history tour. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think the I think Fischini? the Fashini yeah. decision is really controversial. Yeah. And it changed things up. Uh, all right. Best team performance. Fitzroy's record score and a hundred and ninety point winning margin against the Dreamers. <laughs> Uh, Collingwood going from bottom to top in one year. The Essendon comeback to beat Carlton. Oh, yeah, Danaher with four yes. goals in the last quarter. Yeah, huge. And the 1970 grand final. Oh. God, I mean, they're hard. It's very <laughs> difficult, isn't it? I mean, Carlton Carlton in the 1970 grand final is the one that has been etched in folklore, isn't it? Like, yeah. Everyone always talks about that game. Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't have been theirs, and it was, right? But, yeah. So. I mean, and to be fair, Carlton, uh, sorry, Collingwood coming from bottom to top in one season is pretty bloody impressive as well. Yeah, which, absolutely. Which they they bettered this year in, 19, in 2022. In terms of um, ladder position. Of ladder position grabbed, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and if you think of, of the amount we've talked about it, although I feel it's like a, it's a little bit different, and yeah. we've had this conversation because their bottom, like last year... In act, like 2021 was a the outlier, not mm. them jumping back yes. up. Yes, yeah, correct. Whereas going from t- they were they were pretty low and they've ju- they jumped back up. Yeah. So if they'd won the premiership, then that would be they would take that title. But yeah. I think it has to be Carlton. I think a premiership from, in the grand from, from yeah. 48 points down or whatever they were. Yeah, and to at come half back. time to come back. In a, yeah, exactly. In the, in a game like that with so much on the line that you weren't you know and to yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. All right, here I we go. Agree. Worst recruit. Okay. Diamond Jim to Melbourne. Diamond Jim, Jim Tilbrook. Mark Jacko Jackson to St Kilda. I think he played eight games. John Petura to Richmond. Yeah. Bill Barrett to St Kilda. God, just... Or Neville Fields to South Melbourne. It's good to know that they were making poor decisions over my back then, right? <laughs> um... I feel like... Di- like I mean, Diamond Jim was just so... So bad for so many reasons. It wasn't just but he that... still played like 80 games. Yeah, yes. But he... He just like... The discontent at Melbourne because of like <laughs> the wages and stuff. It yeah. was bigger than just him. Yeah. True. 
Um, but Richmond, John Petura, like the, yeah. what they had gave up for him. Yeah, and then what that ended up being, right? Yeah, he played, what, two seasons and didn't do, didn't like, do was much. was not the player they expected, and they gave up a future Brownlow medalist, Francis Jackson, and the heart and soul of their team in Whale Roberts. Yeah. Yeah, that's I so think it, I think it has to be Petura. Yeah. Just like... Yeah, I agree. Mm. Although Bill Barrett as well, the St Kilda... We played like one, was it one game, two games and got dropped? Because our LNGs oh, didn't right. like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still think John Petura fought they had to give up. I mean, Jack... Jack oh, but Secure, the, Secure the did give up Ian Stewart for Bill Barrett. That's true. I think, yeah. But it was only one player, I mean... And he'd already won a brown loop with them. Yeah, and a, and a flag. Like, they'd, they'd got a fair bit out of him mm. already. True, and... Remember how he played them? He's like, I'm going to go to Perth. Yeah. And they got, yeah. He, he got them used to thinking he was leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I think it has to be Petura. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that. Right. Um, yeah, the Jacko one's a funny one because it's like, I don't know what they possibly thought was going to change. Like he was so, he was, yeah, anyway. But then like getting rid of him and then they bought in, like they're like, oh, we'll get rid of him and Lockett will take his spot. So, yeah. So I can see that thinking as well. Yes. All right. And the last one. The best nickname. Oh, okay. this is going to be a long list, isn't it? So we've got Lethal Lee Matthews. Yep. The Incredible Hulk, Renee, Renee Kink. Kink. Super Duper. Yeah, Duper Duper Rizzle. Uh, the Flying Doormat, of course, Brucey Duell. Yeah. The Flying Dutchman, Vanderhaar. I don't know if we're talking much about that name, but yes. We've, we've mentioned it. We've well, definitely we've mentioned, mentioned it. we've mentioned Vanderhaar. Um, so we've got the, a Super Boot for Bernie Quinlan. Yes. The Macedonian Marvel. Peter Dacos. Of course. Crazy Horse, which is uh, Gary Counton from oh, North. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Disco Roach. The Dominator. Wayne Johnson. Yeah. Diamond Jim. Yep. Uh, Plow. Terry Wallace. Uh, <laughs> sorry, these are great. Stainless. Kelvin Steele. <laughs> Too good. The Golden Greek. Uh, Con Gorazidis. Oh, yep. Uh, fabulous Phil, Tilt Carter, Rod Carter, uh, Snake, Phil Baker, Snake Baker, yeah, Gubby Allen, uh, The Whale, Brian Roberts, and The Ghost, Jim, Jim Jess. Jess. Oh, some good ones there. There are some rippers. I really like Super Duper Oozle. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, and The Ghost is pretty good as well. The, the Ghost disco. is great. The Flying Doormat. I mean, they're all brilliant, aren't they? Um Stainless steel is just excellent too. Um, the super duper gets my gets my vote. Yep, I agree. Yeah, it's such a great name to work with, yeah. and you've just and they've just nailed it on the head. Yeah, <laughs> super duper, beautiful. And there's our list. There we go. All right, and the final thing to get to is our team of the year. Um, so let's go over these rules quickly. So players that played between 1970 and 1983. Yes. And we're, we're looking at their career in that span. That's right. Yeah. Nothing before, nothing after. Yeah. And if they, were, if they were already in the team last time, they cannot, they are ineligible Unless, for this team. As a player. As a player. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 So there'll be some players that you're like, oh, he should be in, but... He was already in. They were in the last team. Like yeah. someone, someone questioned why we had Ken Fraser over Royce Hart in the last team. Yeah. And if you look at it, I think Royce Hart played 
what three seasons in the 60s that's right because we were talking about so, how great some of those guys were yeah but yeah hadn't quite hadn't done what they and peter hudson was one oh, very much that we're like oh he's played like three seasons and dominated we, but we almost came to blows over across the one, decade Jimmy. doug wade had done better Way yeah we more, did yeah yeah um so we sat down a few weeks ago and we, we went through this and we, we actually just finished it earlier yeah 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 and we've got to name a captain and a vice captain as well yeah today which we haven't decided yet so we'll do that so should we run through from back back to forward or yep and talk through forward. our decisions beautiful yep. okay all right the back so we started at the back line yes and this was this is actually probably where it was trickiest yeah because there were a lot of a lot of a couple of a couple of obvious ones and then it was hard to pick the last couple so we've we'll read through what the line and then we'll discuss how we so yes back pocket we've got uh sorry Back pocket, we've got David Dench. Yep, of North Melbourne. Full back. Jeff Southby. Carlton. And in the other back pocket. John Rantel from South Melbourne and uh, North Melbourne and Fitzroy. All right, so there's a few. There's a bit of controversy here. Kevin Sheedy we left out. Yes. Um, one of the reasons being that we felt he was more known as... Yes, he was, very, he was a great player, captain, but... His legacy is... His legacy is tied into his coaching. Yeah. To us. Yeah. Um, and as defenders, we felt those three players were the standouts. Kelvin Moore was the other one, yeah, who we discussed as you know, could he take that spot? Yes, yeah. We we sort of had a couple of other names there floating: Cowboy Neal, of course, um, and David Mackay. But we sort of looked at that those names and quickly thought it was between those five for yeah. the uh, for the three spots. Yeah, and um, yeah, those those three it was. I mean, best and fair, few best and fairest between them, all AFL Hall of Fame players. Yeah. Well, John John Rantel's best and fairest in the Premiership year. Yeah. Was probably what tipped it in for him. Yeah. Over Kelvin Moore, even though Kelvin Moore's got three Premierships to Rantel's one. Yeah. We had we did discuss the Premiership thing, didn't we? Mm. Because it's such a big part of people's legacy, but as an individual player, I mean, it's hard to separate. It's hard to separate it, but it's such a team. Uh, winning a premiership is such a team thing. If you can, you know, best and fairest in a premiership year. Yes, doesn't that mean? And then a lot. I guess it shows for his character the fact that John Rantel then went back to South Melbourne. Yeah. After yep. that, we did talk. Yeah, yeah, we absolutely talked about that. So that's our back line. That is our back line. Our full back line. So on on the uh, half back line, we have Francis Burke, Ross Glendenning, and Peter Knights. Yeah, that was pretty straightforward. That one. I mean. You look at their accolades. They yeah. are, yeah. I mean, Billy Pickin was. We threw his name around. Uh, Jim Jess, Trevor Barker was another one we we thought about. But in the end, those three would by by far. That wasn't much of an argument. No, there. no. It, it yeah. When when it comes down to to looking at you know the stats and the accolades, it was it was pretty obvious who it had to be. And as you know, it's hard. It's a hard pick. Jeez, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, Center line. Center line. We had Brucey Dool. Barry Cable and Keith Gregg. Yeah, so some, some representation there from North Melbourne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Brent Crosswell is another one we considered. Um, Robbie Flower didn't quite fit in here. No, there were a few tri- tricky ones. Shimmer as well. Shimmer as well. I mean... Peter Crimmins. Yeah. So some unlucky ones. But when you look at those three players, Dual, Cable and Gregg, they're just oozing of accolades and premierships and I think Crimmins also struggled 
for this one as well because he was only there for five in for five years. Yes, 106 games, 136 goals, one flag. Um, yeah, they probably didn't quite reach that either. But no, he still got a nomination. Yeah, deservedly. Yeah. So Barry Cable in the medal, and I mean Keith Gregg with two Brownlows, you couldn't. No, there's he no way had to be in. Yeah. Um, Peter Bedford's another one we couldn't squeeze into that forward line, and Greg Wells. Into that centre line. Into that yes. centre line, sorry. Um, yeah. Half forward? On the half forward line, we have Bernie Quinlan, uh, Royce Haas, and Malcolm Blight. I yeah. mean, <laughs> that's ridiculous. And not actually that easy to pick because there's a few other good players there too. No, well, we had Robert Walls, which was probably the unlucky one there who yeah. missed out. Wayne Richardson couldn't get named there either. And Renee, Renee Kink, Kink as well. Pretty serviceable, but we didn't we couldn't find a spot for him. But yeah, we those yeah. three I think are very justified. Absolutely. Looking at, you know, they're all sort of averaging close to or one and a half to two two, two and a half goals a game. Um, plus everything else that they do. It's yeah. Multiple leading goal kickers, captains. Premierships. Yeah. Oh, part, sorry, Quinlan didn't get a premiership, yeah, but he but wanted he wanted Brownlow and yeah. a Coleman. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. And rounding out our forward line. Uh we have KB in one pocket, Peter Hudson up front, and uh Peter McKenna on the other in the other pocket. Um that is the most dangerous forward line. Well there was some discussion imagine. like do we find a spot for Kelvin Templeton? Yeah, there. And we also discussed, does, does Hudson deserve to be full forward? Should it be Peter, Peter McKenna? Yeah, well, should he, should he have been in the pocket instead? But um, we, ultimately, we went with Hudson because of the 1977 season. Yeah. So Hudson's early 70s were dominant, and then he injured himself. And then 77, he came back after years out of the game. Yeah, and just showed what he can still could still Kicked do. Kicked over 100 goals again. Yeah. So I think because of that, he definitely deserves that full I think forward role. he was probably... The first person we picked in this team, wasn't he? Yeah. Especially after the conversation we had last time. Yeah. Where he was unlucky to miss out. Yeah, very. Uh, but definitely deserved a spot here. And I mean, those other two. I mean, you don't have... You, it's hard to... You don't really have to talk anyone into having Kevin Bartlett and Peter McKenna in your team, do you? No. I mean... I mean, Pete, Kelvin Templeton's probably unlucky here as well. Yeah, and there's some other great players that you talked about, like um, Ian Nankervis, of course. And, Larry Donahue, Ross yeah. Smith... Neil Baum. Yeah. I mean, it would have been good to have an enforcer there, especially when you're playing other teams like Bob Chitty's throwing around his weight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. So that's our forward line. Followers? Our followers. We had Gary Dempsey, Lethal Lee Matthews, and uh, Gary Wilson. Yeah, so Gary Dempsey, Dempsey seemed the standout ruckman to us. Yes. Um, there was other good ones, including Don Scott, Sam Newman, Carl Ditterich, Len Thompson, Peter Moore. Um, and Gary and Teasdale, but ultimately we felt Gary Dempsey dominating at two clubs. Yeah. Winning one, two, three, four, five, six, seven brown, uh, seven best and fairest across two clubs. Um, AFL Hall of Famer, just he had to be in the team. He yeah. Had to be. And we, t- we talked about the fact that, you know, you've got, as you said, Sam Newman and Carl Ditterich, like they're very colourful characters, well-known. So is Don Scott. Yeah, Don, yep. yeah, as well. Not Not like brilliant players, but probably known a bit more for their antics rather yeah, than a little bit. rather than their actual play. Nowadays, I should, yep. yeah. So, um, yeah. Don Scott, Premiership Captain. Um, we chose not to have him as well. Probably not really a team player as well. We know he didn't get along with 
yeah. uh, Lee Matthews. Yeah. And so we do try to pick a team that would actually play well together. Yes. So that didn't go in his favour either. No. Um, Len Thompson and Peter Moore unlucky to miss out as well. Yeah. Um, Lethal Matthews. It was. I mean. No, it couldn't. Could not have been anyone else. No. His stats are ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, it was always going to be him. Um, and the rover was we choose Gary Wilson. So yeah. it kind of came down to him and John Murphy. In the end, we, we considered Jeff Raines as well, um, but we decided Gary Wilson ahead of John Murphy. Just. Yeah, what did, what was it? It was about, be, like, I mean, so many best and fairests. F- leading goal kicker a few times as, w- as well. Like, he saw, he could do a, he could do a lot yeah. anywhere on the park, right? Yeah. So we probably rewarded Gary Wilson's loyalty to Fitzroy as well, whereas John Murphy had that That's true. legal dispute. That's true, around, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got an interchange. So some yes. players who kind of got a second look in there. Yeah, so as you mentioned, it was a really hard call with the, with the Ruckman and we decided, well, Peter Moore definitely should be on the bench. Uh, need a backup Ruckman. As we said, this is a team we want to be able yeah. to actually play a game and, and it, Peter Moore. There was some discussion about Des Tudnam, could he Ruck? But when he's 180 centimetres, we're probably. Like, probably not. Even though he he's a very, again, a colourful character, did a lot... Captain Essendon and Collingwood. Yeah, very, very good player. Um, but if you look at... If you're Peter talking Moore's, about him filling that position, Peter Moore's got it. No, and we need a second Ruckman. Yeah. If you're going yeah. up against Polly Farmer and John Nichols, yeah. you need a second <laughs> Ruckman. Yeah. And so Peter Moore, Brownlow medal winner, um, best and fairest in years. Collingwood made the grand final. Leading goal kicker at the club as well. Like He ticked all those boxes. Yeah. He's probably ahead of Len Thompson. Yeah. Um, then, uh, as well on our interchange, we had Robbie Flower, Alex Jezelenko, and Wayne Richardson. Wayne Richardson. Yeah, Wayne Richardson, his stats were pretty unbelievable as well. He deserved the spot in the team. Yeah. All th- I think, yeah, all three. Oh, all th- oh yeah, of course. Right. I mean, Glenn Denning's an interesting one because his, he came in in 78, so he didn't play. So he played 153 games but made a pretty big difference. Two best and fairest. Also, one best and fairest, one Brownlow, Hall of Famer. He's in North Melbourne's team of the century as well. So we thought he... And he goes forward as well. Yeah. So we wanted kind of a swingman. Yeah. Uh, and then our substitute... Was uh, Peter, Peter Bedford. Peter Bedford. Yeah. Um, who did it come down to? It came to Bedford and... Um, and uh, we were talking about... Um, there's a few players. Kelvin Moore was another one we tossed around, I think. And um, Trevor Barker. Trevor Barker. Sorry, yeah. the name was escaping me. Yeah. yeah. So we we we're having a real conversation about you know Flower, Bedford, and and Barker, weren't we? Of like those those sorts of players playing at kind of club low down, not doing a lot. Yeah, a bit, but showing so much in cl- in places where they weren't yeah su- supported overly yeah. well. So, and so, I think we picked Flower because well, I Flowers mean, Flowers on the interchange. Yes, but we picked him because it, it, like. People talk about going to watch Melbourne just to watch. Flower yeah, and he was also a state captain as well. Yeah. at that time. Yeah, um, and Bedford, we gave him the nod because he won a Brownlow mm. as well. Mm-hmm. So that just earned him a little bit of an extra spot. Absolutely, as our substitute. Uh, our coach is a pretty easy pick in the end. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't like there's well, a lot of great coaches. Yeah. I mean, between Hafey, Kennedy, Barassi, Jeans, Park, and you say those names. Yeah, they're all they're all right up there, but. But Ron Barassi, I think, having won the 1970 Grand Final, yeah, that comeback. But then we also talked about his legacy, taking North Melbourne from wooden spooners to Grand Finalists to Premiers in the space of a few seasons. Yeah, is unbelievable. 
Outrageous. Yeah, so I think he definitely earns that yeah. role. Um, yeah, I, you do. Yeah, I mean, in any other... There's not many other areas where any of those other guys wouldn't be coach, right? No, so, Tommy Hafey's probably unlucky. If it was 1967 to 1983, probably um, it'd be between those two, definitely. Yeah. And, I mean, Jeansy... <clears throat> Jeansy sort of stands on his own as, you know, only only guy to get St Kilda across the line. Still, yeah. So, I mean, and he's he's going to be up there in the next team as well. Yeah, exactly. So so we'll park him. Um, our umpire. Our umpire was... was uh, Ian Robertson. Mm. From not, He umpired from 71 to 83, 257 games, 25 finals and seven grand finals. Just edging out Kevin Smith there. Yep. Uh, our president had to be Alan Aylett. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There was Not no... just for North Melbourne, but for everything. Yeah. Turned the whole league turned around. on to do. Yeah. The big question though, Charlie, is who captains our team? Um, and it is a very, very good question. We haven't had this conversation. We have not. So no. let's let's find live <laughs> live on air. Um, Look, Lethal's the one that pops out to me straight away. Okay. Even though he wasn't really captain until later. Late that. Like, yeah. I think, what was it, 81? So I actually, I was actually thinking uh, Keith Gregg. Okay. Why? I don't know. It was Because he was never, he was, oh, he was captain, was he captain of North Melbourne? Was, that's, I'm, He wasn't, yeah. but then he was always injured, so he never actually premiership, captain captain in a premiership. So, um, where's Matthews? He was captain from 81 to 83, but a premiership captain at that. Yeah, but we can't talk about that, can we? That's not well, us. No, that, no, that's part of the, what we're focusing on. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, Royce Hart's another option. So, there's, yeah, there's a few captains here, aren't there? Bartlett did it for a year. Blight, was Blighty captain as well? He was coach. Done the, oh, he was captain coach for like 15 games yeah. until he was replaced by Cable. That's right. Peter Moore was captain, but you wouldn't have your captain on the bench, would you? No. Well, that's, And Flower was captain too, was wasn't Gary he? Dempsey so. captain? I'm pretty sure I have this. So Dave, David Dench was the captain for North Melbourne twice. So Dench was captain in 72 and acting captain in 77. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Peter Knights never was. Glenn Denning wasn't yet. Well, C- Cable was captain of um, South, uh, Western Australia. Western Australia. Yep, but never North Melbourne. Never North Melbourne. So Quinlan was captain of Fitzroy. No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if Keith Craig was captain. I have to look this up. Because Ron Barassi hated him. Mm. Not hated him, it was super hard on him and he yeah. hated Ron Barassi. So maybe then, I mean, the obvious choice is le- and the obvious and best choice is lethal. Maybe. Let me just double check. Uh, Keith Craig, oh, 76 to 79. But was always injured. And look at who our coach is, Ron Barassi. Yeah. So you probably wouldn't make Keith Gregg your captain if Ron Barassi's your coach. No, <laughs> no. That's a very good point. 
Um, well, mate, I think it, I think it's got to be lethal then. Yeah, no, I agree. Do you make Greg your vice captain then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There's our team. There is our team. How do you think they'd fare against the other teams? I actually think they'd go very well. Yeah. I think that that's the strongest forward line we've had since maybe our second team. What was that, Coventry Pratt? Yeah, all those other hundred goal kickers. Mm. How many of those guys have kicked over a hundred in a season? Quinlan, Jezza, Blight, Hudson, Hudson, McKenna. McKenna. So the other one has five it. out of six have kicked more than a hundred in a year. Yeah. Whereas in previous years, I don't reckon we've had that many. So you've got Pratt, Coventry, who did. Yeah. No one else. Did, Bill oh, Moore? did Skinny? Skinny did as well. I feel like Bill Moore might have. Maybe. But still, that's four. Then we've got... Coleman did. Coleman did. but And maybe... um. No, the rest no. of those did not. <laughs> this one's back front. So Wade did. That's it. Did Peck? No. Skilton did. Didn't know. No. And there's our first one. Well, none. No, none of, none them, of did. them did. Yeah. So, I think that's our strongest forward line we've ever seen. But yeah. I don't know whether the whether the back line is as strong. The middle, the middle strong followers, probably. I mean, if you're talking, if you're talking rucks and fo- I mean, there's not many better than but than lethal. But then you've also got, uh, you've got, um, uh, cable. In the middle. Well, yeah, we've got Cable in the middle here. Yep, yeah, exactly. But then you've got our with you've got our other team with Button and Skilton in yeah. it. Like, yeah, well, you play every lethal opposed to Rumbarassi if they were playing the team from last year. And Polly Farmer in the, like, there's a it'd be yeah, it'd be great to watch or these guys. To Dick Reynolds yeah. or opposed to Ivor Warren Smith. Mm. Yeah, definitely give them a run for their money. It'll be yeah, it'll be good to watch. It would. All right, so team by team breakdown, Charlie. Yes, so we've we've counted, we've tallied. If a player played for two teams, they've gone in both tallies. So there's more numbers here than actual players on the ground. Yep. But uh, unsurprisingly, our leading teams are Carlton and North Melbourne. Yep. With uh, Hawthorne and Collingwood not too far behind. So we had Carlton with five, North Melbourne with seven, Collingwood with three, Fitzroy with three, Hawthorne with three, Richmond with three, Sydney. With two, sorry, sorry south. south, yeah, yeah. Sydney and South with two, uh, Footscray with two, um, and then St Kilda and Melbourne with one, leaving Geelong and Essendon without any players yes. in the side. Which, as you said, not surprising, uh, considering mm. didn't win a win a fi- didn't win a final in that time. No, one did not win a final. Oh, only in eighty three. Only did in eighty three did Essendon. Um, final. And we should mention that the uh, the St Kilda player is Alex Jezelenko, who's who is in for his time with. Carlton, yes, for, yeah, not yeah, for St. Kilda yeah, no, exactly, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's just a default. <laughs> all right, so that brings us to the end of our wrap up. It does. Um, so thank the you. The end of '83. We're properly in like modern time. We're we are into modern times. And one we? one of the questions we always get is, "What's going to happen when you catch up?" Well, we're almost there, and so we we're have almost there. Thinking about it, yeah, we have planning, and we yeah, we do actually have some some news about next year. So for what. February and March, we'll try to knock off a few more seasons, but 
once the 2023 season starts, we're going to change to a bit of a new format while yes. the season happens. Yeah. And we're going to try and do a weekly a weekly show that tries to link in the history we've been talking about with the current day. Yeah, so talk, you know, sometimes you'll hear those little little, you know, tidbits about oh, the last time this happened was here. We want to do a bit of that, but more in depth, not just a little, you know, yeah. a little throwaway line. So yeah. So that way it'll slow us down a bit. And, Absolutely. And uh, get us involved in what's happening in real real time. And hopefully it'll be really interesting, like the through lines in the game, how, maybe, you know, how things that are happening now are related back to decisions or events yeah. that have happened in the past. Absolutely, because we probably don't... I don't think the AFL acknowledge that enough. No. And we're getting... I think that was the most fun about... Um, the older seasons that we did was there was really so much that so we didn't know at all, and yeah. now we're getting to a point where we're starting to know a lot of these names, yeah. the events. Um, it's great to go into more detail about them, but to change it up a little bit and talk about mm. that back to that side of things again, I'm really excited for, and I hope uh, I hope everyone out there listening is too. Will we do a season preview as well? I think we should. Okay, yeah, and some ladder predictions and stuff like that. Oh God, that'll <laughs> come back to bite me for sure. <laughs> All right. We've got to. Um, thank you to everyone who helped us out this year. Uh, anyone who provided voices or information for us. Um, our, our friends and family as well who yeah, always for, support us. Yeah, and, always. And give and a shtick for doing this. Mostly, thank you for you got, to you guys for listening. I hope uh, you enjoy finding out this stuff as much as we enjoy researching and, and learning about it and talking about it. Absolutely. Um, I, want, I want to give a shout out to uh, Rick Beebe. Or at Leo White eighty five on Twitter, who accomplished the feat of listening or listen to every single Kick to Kick episode in four months. I'm very sorry. <laughs> no, uh, no, that's inc- that's incredible, yeah. and uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Though, yeah, because um, no, we yeah, as I said, we we do this because we love to talk about it, and we just you know it's a bonus that anyone's out there listening. Yeah, thank you. Um, and yeah, I can't. I'm really excited about what what 2023 has to bring bring us and. Mm. Do you think we can make it to the 90s as well as what we're doing? Maybe by the end of the year. I think we can. Make yeah. It. I think we can. Yeah. If we can make it to 93, if we can get to Ooh, a decade. 93. I'll be excited for 93. Yeah. yeah. 84 and 85 as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of good stuff coming our way. Yeah. Um, well, guys, happy holidays. Yep. You won't hear from us for a little while. I hope you enjoy the break. Yes, as we will as well. Yep. We can have a rest from researching. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy the rest. Enjoy your rest from footy. Maybe you can... And if there are any good hi- cricket history podcasts <laughs> out there, get get stuck into those. Yeah. Um, and uh, until 2023. Mm. Hooroo. To find out more about the Kick to Kick team and the sources we use, visit our website, www.kicktokickpodcast.com. You can contact us via email at kicktokickpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram under at kicktokickpod. Thanks so much for listening.